Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I have massive change going on in my life right now, which is terrifying and exhilarating and doesn't always go over so well for a little piglet like me. <laughs> a long time ago, I mean like actually years and years ago, I um, had gone to a conference and um, one of the one of the um, presenters like had us, you know, identify as a character from Winnie the Pooh. And at the time, I identified with Piglet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a Piglet now. I I think I might be more like a Pooh Bear now um, than I was back then. But um, back then, I was certainly a, a Piglet. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is that I am not one of these thrill-seeking, loving change kind of people. I'm, you kind of drag me into it, you know, um, even though I have the understanding that life has changed and is always going to change and I have to get used to change because change is all there is. <sighs> so, okay. So I've resigned from my position and I'm, I'm, and that in and of itself, I don't want to get into huge details, has not gone exactly as I would have liked it to have. Um, it's kind of going as the whole job was. Uh, it's just from beginning to end, it was just like this. Um, in my opinion, much harder than it had to be, all of it. Uh from beginning to end. <laughs> but one way or another, I'll either be done on Wednesday of this week or Wednesday of next week. So it's like, I've just, I was hoping to have every, everything wrapped up this week, this in two days, actually. Um, actually tomorrow, I was hoping to have everything wrapped up by tomorrow end of work day, but it's looking like that might not be the case. And I may be coming in next Wednesday. And anyway, um, but so then what do I do? Okay, so I wake up on June 1st. Okay, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for what my life is going to look like until, you know, what is it going to look like? Okay, what am I doing? And, um... And I, and I have plans. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting a routine and I'm, I'm actually, my first order of business is to finish a book that I'm currently writing. And I plan to have it done by the 1st of July. Bam. I mean, at least my rough draft, of course, rough draft, like the beginning of being done. <laughs> because when you write a book, your rough draft is just the beginning of a whole lot of stuff um, that you have to do, editing, and then you have to send it to editing, and then you have to send it to formatting, and then, you know, I mean, it's just the beginning of just a whole other ball of worms with regarding a book. Um, 
Anyway, but that's not really what I'm more concerned about. What I'm more concerned about is is that this is a is an experiment for me. I've put my whole life as an experiment, but this is an experiment for me to do this differently than I've ever done before. Because I'm going to tell you what my brain, I believe, is going to go to. On on June 1st, I'm going to wake up and I am going to believe that I have to I am going to be fixated, I mean, unless I catch this and I don't do it, okay? But I believe that my brain is going to go to fixation on where my income stream is going to be coming from. Where is my income stream going to be coming? Where is the money coming from? Where is the money going to be coming from? How am I going to pay my bills without a job? You know, I have this, I, I know what's going to happen if I don't nip this in the bud, Literally, I just know what's going to happen because I know myself. And so it's going to be a daily practice of really living into this new me, new mindset, new way of being. Where income streams come and not from an employer. I don't I don't want to be employed by other people anymore. As far as like a job, I go to a job and I I am paid by them. I want I I mean I I I think that I desire customers like that come straight to me, like either to buy my books or to for my services, which is, which is consultation. <laughs> as, as a consultant, consultation, like, I don't know, spiritual consultation, consultation on, on sitting and facilitating a conversation about, about change in their life. So I had done a a family therapy podcast recently. And so I met with the family last yesterday. And we had been working on something in particular. And they told me that that has gotten better. But there is still room for improvement. But that particular thing has definitely gotten better. And I was so happy. I was so happy and I, and I tell, I tell my clients, I'm like, you know what, you know what, this could be a colossal fail. It could be a colossal fail for, you know, I'm I'm not saying that it's necessarily going to work. I'm just saying that, um, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I want you to try this and see what happens. And so even a, a small Improvement is an improvement. And both parents, like mom and dad, both said, yep, this part, 
this thing we talked about last week has gotten better. So I thought that was great. Anyway, so I, <laughs> this is what people would be consulting me about, about all kinds of things. Like, you know, I, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm here to provide my services, um, which, you know, anyway. Okay. So wake up on, on when, you know, Thursday, the 1st of June, and it is going to be a practice for me to to have my my brain to work on my brain to not fixate on the things that I don't want especially since I'm doing this differently and I just I know my brain well enough and and I've and I have had like especially one really bad experience uh, about five years ago, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't by choice and it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of similar in, in some ways to what is happening right now, but, but kind of not. Um, and, and so I'm, but this is just such a change in, 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 it's just a change for me to think differently about this. Um, and to practice this, this idea of like really trusting in that and just this knowledge that I'm going to be okay I'm going to be good things I'm going to thrive I mean things are going to be wonderful you know instead of I'm going to be homeless so <laughs> what am I going to do I got to tell you I got this this like real added uh, thing going on for me which is this mistake where I've been paying attention to politics this week. Okay, so there's there's a couple things going on for me. Okay, I've been paying attention to politics and what has been going on with this quote-unquote debt ceiling and the the demands of uh, basically some members of the of the, I guess I gotta call it the former Republican Party because they're they don't even behave like any Republicans ever have in the past. Um, but this is the new. Um, some of the Republican parties are, are very. I want to say childish, and they don't believe in in negotiation whatsoever they just have this list of demands of things that are really awful like the one of them that i heard that i just it really got me is that they want to they want to lift um any kind of like 
kickbacks for companies that are alternative fuel. So like, like, so like if you get solar panels and, and there's like voucher programs and this and that, they're, they're trying to make it so that those programs don't help the American people or help business people. They're trying to keep us on coal, gasoline, and there's a third one. I don't know what it, I can't think of it right at, maybe natural gas, I don't know. God, um, you know, and then there's the, they're trying to take money from SNAP, from food programs, um, from people on disabilities, you know, uh, they're trying to make them go to work. So if you're on social security, they, they want you to go to work. So if you were of, you know, whoever you are, if you you're, you know, you have to go to work there. So they're going to take some of your money away. And, and they don't mention even a slight raise on taxes on really rich people. Like, I mean, if you were to slightly like raise even a half a percent of taxes on, on all of these billionaires, you know, what is a half a percent of a billion dollars? You know, um, I, you know, they're, they're not, they're not even, even considering that. That's not on the chopping block. The chopping block are, are the people who are really suffering in this country. And, and this is the other thing, like this lady really explained it yesterday. She was saying that what this is, is that this was money that is, are, has already been spent. She was explaining it like, okay, so we decided to go have a dinner. So we go and we have this dinner and then the check comes for the dinner. We've already eaten the dinner and the check comes. And then we start like trying to negotiate the check. That's what they're doing. Like this is money that they already agreed to spending. And now they're arguing about it. Oh, well, we're not going to, we're not going to pay this check unless you blah, blah, and putting all these stipulations in it. And they're really trying to ba- to blame Biden, but this was, this money was already spent before Biden ever came into office. It, it's, um, but anyway, what, what was really scaring me was, and they do this every time, you know, I was, I was thinking about this, that they do this. They just, I would, this is not the first time that I have heard that our country is on the verge of disaster because of this kind of thing. I mean, truly, but it has me concerned like with my situation, me leaving this income stream, you know, because because then she's they're saying people are going to lose their jobs. Okay, well, who's going to lose their job? Who loses their job when we default on our loans? I like I don't I just don't even know what this looks like because we've never done that. We've never defaulted on our loan, so I feel like something will happen. Um, that Biden will do something that we won't default on our loan, but. 
but it is okay. So there's that. And then this other peculiar thing that I learned about yesterday. I'm probably going to say his name incorrectly, but his last name is Batar. He Dr. Batar this this doctor that I was paying quite a bit of attention to during COVID passed away on the 18th of May. Like in the last few days, he passed away. This like very viable, vibrant, energetic, healthy um, man. He was getting ready to do a some kind of summit on his that is his own company his own practice it is it is insane that this person passed away i'm like i'm like what and then so i go and i look up what he died of and it's just very strange it's very, very strange. Like he says, like three days or something before he passed, he says that he believes he was poisoned. Um, and they present him, like even when I looked up, when I looked all of this up, they presented like he was this, con- this crazy conspiracist guy that, you know, that whatever he says is just crazy. And... I really did stop following. I stopped following him for one reason and one reason only. And that was his devotion to Donald Trump. I could not, I could not with his devotion to Trump. I really haven't talked about Trump and I, and I don't know that I actually will. I will because I, I don't want to draw attention to him and and it also um I, I just don't want to draw attention to him. I don't want to talk about him. I, I feel like like I just don't understand. Has there been any ex president that we've ever talked about like we talk about him? Any of them. Like it just we just talk about him all the time. And so I quit following Dr. Batar because he was adamantly pro Donald Trump and I I just couldn't with that. But it didn't make me stop believing in what this man was saying because there was a lot that I agreed with. During COVID was a really weird time and I did plenty of podcasting on it that if you're interested in where my mind was at during COVID, it's all over my, my material. Um, even my, my, um, YouTubes. I mean, I, I honestly did not know. I still don't know what that was all about. I don't. And, and, and that's another thing along with this debt ceiling crisis was also the COVID crisis I mean, there have been other um, viruses 
that they have said, this is the one that's going to knock people out. This is the pandemic that everybody's going to die, you know, run and get your vaccine. Um, but none of them stuck like this one. None of them stuck like this one was the vaccine heard around the world, literally. And, and, and I, I'm in the camp that I don't know what was going on. But I was just doing a great big, just wait, don't panic, and just stay level-headed during this thing. There were times where I did wear a mask just because I was told to. Um, I was a little sheepish on that issue, um, but... I wasn't just rip-roaring ready to go run and get this vaccine, which honestly did not bode well for my Democratic friends. My, my Democratic friends were just like, okay, so, so you don't care about other people because they say that the whole point of the vaccine is this idea of herd immunity. And, and I, that's not what I was seeing. What I was seeing was that people with the vaccine were just as likely to spread it as people who were, didn't have the vaccine. And, and, and it seems like people who had the vaccine got the virus and repeatedly after, you know, and so they would, they would they would basically say you know well i i it's covid brain or all of this you know from the covid but it's just as likely it was from both of them you know and i and i'm not saying there was no virus, you know i i just i was just you know i'm i'm not jumping on this bandwagon and i i had this friend at the time who ironically um, I had, <laughs> boy, I don't really want to go down that. I'm just going to tell you this part. Um, she, she was really shaming me and she's like, you know, I, I know people who have died of this, you know, and I just don't want you to die. Basically. That's what she said to me. And I said, okay, I mean, I hear you and I have no plans of dying, you know, and I and I don't know. And then these people, I think, just lumped me in with every Trump supporter, just lumped me into this group of that I'm a Republican Trump supporting white nationalist, I guess. <laughs> if I'm not with them on every issue, if I'm not with the Democrats on every issue, then I must be one of those. I, I mean, um, you know, and this whole idea. OK, so. You're killing people. Okay, so you're killing people. So you should be willing to to go and have this vaccine. Like, okay, so to what point should I be willing to do that? To the point of death? Because there is a possibility that I might die from getting this vaccine. I might die. I'm, I will still get COVID. I could die of COVID whether I get this vaccine or whether I don't get this vaccine. 
And they wanted to say the statistics for, you know, that people with the vaccine were dying less. I mean, and I don't know if any of that was true. I, I don't know. But anyway, so here's the connection with Dr. Batar. And I, I think it's weird that, that he is not alive. And I think something happened to him. I think somebody did something to him. And that is really awful. So I go back to, I go back to the idea that I don't believe that, that we should trust pretty much anyone. I mean, maybe our, our little family units and maybe our best, best friends that we've known for a long time that they appear to be speaking the same language we do. But other than that, Trust no one. No one. No one in the government. No one in the CDC. Nobody in the in the in the pharmaceutical area. Trust no one. Cause I don't know who ousted this guy, but I, I feel really certain he was murdered. And that is, that is truly very terrifying. And this was like right on the eve. Like this weekend was supposed to be this summit that he was supposed to speak on. He is like the keynote speaker. And they, and they completely presented him as just a whack-a-mole all over, you know. And, I, and I'm guessing that my Democratic friends would agree the guy's just crazy. Um, because he doesn't agree with them. And he made a lot of sense to me and I liked him and I, and I'm sad that something has happened to him. Okay. So I have these two things, the debt ceiling and then the, the, basically the murder of Dr. Batar. Um, and you know, going into this great big life change of mine, but you know what? The truth is it's never going to be a good time. It's never a good time. Like if you wait for the, best circumstances, you'll never do it, ever. You'll never do it. And so it just is what it is. And, and I'm going to have to do this practice of that I talk to my clients about because I try to give them concrete skills. So we, okay, so we talk about, okay, so there's this prevailing thought of looming gloom. Okay, whatever it is. Um, a lot of my like some of my clients are, are dealing with really, in their mind, very scary things. Okay, so they have this really scary, hairy deal that they're, whatever's right in front of them is like they're, and it's consuming them. They're thinking about it all day, every day. They're in like crisis mode. Okay, so one of one of the the tools in this toolbox that I that I give them is okay. You can think about it. For a half an hour, what you're going to do is, you know, you're going to wake up and you're going to put on your timer and you're going to just wallow in it for a half an hour and then you, you can't think about it anymore. Okay, then your brain is going to go to it over and over and over again and you are going to practice saying things to yourself like, I don't have to think about that right now. 
I don't have to work on that. I, I know it's going to work out. I don't know how, but I just know this thing is going to work out. Then the big hairy deal is just there. It's just there and it's there all day long. And all day long, you're doing nothing but combating that fear or that big hairy deal, whatever it is. You know, and then you wake up the next day, you're feeling pretty good. And then it goes bling right back into your mind again, you know. And then, I don't know, it just seems like, okay, so I, I didn't even get to, you know, what to do on the second day. Do you put the timer on for half an hour the second day? And maybe you do. Okay, so you got a second day of, okay, the big hairy deal's back and all, this is all I can think about. Okay, so I can think about it for half an hour. So I wallow on it for a half an hour. Okay, wallow, wallow, wallow. Okay, then I get that out of my system. And then, okay, the timer goes off. Okay, I can't think about this anymore. Okay, so now what do I do? Okay, so, okay, yeah, what did she say I'm supposed to be thinking? What did she say I'm supposed to, Okay, that's right. Okay, I'm supposed to think. I'm not, I don't have to think about that right now. Okay, it's all going to work out. I don't know how. You know, the big hairy deal is just like right there, right there, right there. Okay, then day number three, then day number four. And you just have to keep at it until... The big hairy deal comes out and you go straight to, I don't have to think about this because I know it's going to work out. And then your mind goes to something else. It's a practice. So, I what I'm anticipating is, come June 1st, I'm going to wake up. And this is what I'm hoping won't happen. I'm hoping that I'm preempting this and I'm ready for it. This fear of homelessness is my big hairy deal. Okay. In the past, I was focused on it. Like I was, I was, I was like kind of like, okay, I believe that something else. I believe that the way that I was doing it wasn't right, but the new way had not come in yet. So I was really torn. I was torn between the old and the new. And and I and I did spend a bunch of time with this huge sense of dread that I just didn't know how this was going to work and and it was dreadful. It wasn't I'm so excited to see what God has in store for me today. I'm so excited to see the miracles that are coming my way. I'm so excited to see money flowing to me in different ways that I've never seen before. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to have a safety net so that I can experiment with this new life. I am so excited that I am able to demonstrate this to other people. The way that this is done I want to demonstrate how this is done. How we can live a different way and do better than we were doing ever in our life. I am so excited that that there is a universe, that there are universal sources that are all working on my behalf right at this moment. I am so excited about this new way of being. I'm so excited about my life. I love waking up to be able to be creative and do the things that I want to do. I love waking up when I want to wake up. I, want, I love the fact that I can 
do this at night, that I can do my podcasting and then I can fall back to sleep and I don't have to wake up at any special time to get up and go anywhere. I'm so excited that I get to meditate in the morning for however long I want, that I can drop everything and just go for a walking meditation when I want. I am so excited that I get to sit and put out my creative energy into this, to this book I'm writing. I'm so excited, oh my God, about being able to put to words things that are tricky to put to words, that have no words, feelings that have no words. I absolutely love when those ideas come to me. And I have to write them down in my notes. And I look back in my notes and I see these things like, who wrote that? And then I have this realization, well, me. And I suppose I can say we because I believe that, that, that I and God universe are one. I believe that we are doing everything. It's just so exciting to have the opportunity to be able to live a different way, a life of creativity and an inspiration. And that I can be happy, that I can have a happy life, a happy day, that I can have, be have an income stream that income comes to me in all different ways all different and expect unexpected ways and it's very exciting i'm very happy about that i feel very blessed and happy about that fact the income just comes to me it's like the weirdest thing it just comes to me in all these like bizarre ways i mean i'm just so excited to see that happen I'm so excited to have people around me who encourage me, who love me and encourage me in this new, and they believe in me and they know, they know that it's all going to work out. And I have those people around me who are excited for my life, as excited as I am for my life. And I'm excited for their life. And we're very supportive and love each other. And, you know, so this is how, I plan to be come June 1st and before. This is how I plan to be. This is how I plan my days to go. This is how I plan to stay, regardless of what happens outside of myself. Regardless of what happens outside of myself and that the world in some some moments seems to be ending, you know, and I don't know that it's not all just the beginning. I get bogged down in these little details. So anyway, there's the plan. I will keep you up to date. You know, I will. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate you listening and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.